Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut We about to talk about bullshit pictures Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut We about to talk about bullshit pictures Welcome to the show Your favorite actor my favorite actor, our favorite, favorite actor. actor. You already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you would call it, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, it's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. A.K.A. O'Shea Bletz in the third, A.K.A. Slim Nady, A.K.A. Slim Pickens, A.K.A. Nebron James. Season starts tomorrow. Yes. Let's go. Late game. Okay. Who else <laughs> is this? Your boy, Robert Baumain Jr., uh, Nate Yawine, Belly Rollin', hmm. Nady Wise. Huh? Uh, who else I is? It's your boy, L. Because if I was a replicant, like I said, in the Blade Runner universe, my name for short would be L, long form, L0-2468 and 7 and such and such. Uh, Him. Who else I is? <laughs> Roly Man. Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. K. Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life Van Zant. A.K.A. Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, Egg Boy. <clears throat> Let's see if I'm still rusty. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for love for love for sweet lady? Would you be my my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. All right. Hey, that was smooth. We came back from the hiatus. You know, you're my baby girl. Mm-hmm. Nah, that ain't how to be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got two weeks to catch up on. So over these past two weeks, you see any movies? I just watched one movie, I believe, over these last two weeks. And let me look for my notes. Huh. One second. It was Flatliners, but don't let don't tell me I deleted my notes again. Ah, oh, here we go. Cause the movie was so bad, you probably <laughs> ran across it on your phone, and you was like, ugh. Yeah. Let me get this away. Yeah, I only what I only seen Flatliners. All right, we could talk about that movie first, cause I seen that as well. I know you didn't think that movie was good. Yeah. I would first. I wish I would have took notes during the movie. 
because there were so many things that was happening that I wanted to write down, but it was a kind of crowded theater, and I didn't want my phone illuminating even with the screen set on low. Uh, I felt embarrassed for them accomplished actors in the movie. They looked crazy taking this type of movie serious, especially seeing like Ellen Page doing all that stuff and her height, her voice, playing the character she was playing. She really could have, when we was trying to figure out who should get the punishment, she could have got it or whatever week that was because she was the Oscar-nominated leader of these scrubs. And she wasn't even the leader in the movie. Yeah. She should get it for choosing the flick. Mm -hmm. She read that script, and she was like, oh, y'all got the surprise of me dying first of all these little numbskulls? Very weird. It being the only one who dies of these numbskulls? (laughs) That's crazy. They had that super weird dance scene in it when... Oh, after she came back to life? <laughs> no, I got... Yeah, what, what bothers me about this movie mainly was... I know it's fiction. I mean, the plot alone is fictional. But they had... When they would... they kill you? I mean, everybody knows the plot of the movie because everybody knows Flatliners. Um, <laughs> they put you, they kill you, bring you back to life in an extremely hard process... I thought this. I thought the process was gonna be easy. Uh, nah, they didn't even really streamline it through the rest of the movie. It was the same process when they did it for everybody. If I had to do that one time, I'm not doing that multiple times because the stress they had every single time was too much. It was too hard. And then after they would bring the person back to life, they was drinking. They was performing procedures on other people. Yeah. They just went out, had a good time. Uh, they just immediately got up and started walking. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, coming from somebody who's been in a situation like this, I was, <laughs> a lot of the stuff just was very fictional, and it was driving me insane. And any you go to the hospital just for something little, not just coming back to life from after yeah. being dead. Your body takes uh, some adjust, readjusting to get used to. You don't just shut your, you don't just like you know shut your heart off <laughs> and then expect for it to turn right back on and your body get all full functional again yeah. and to consume alcohol like it's nothing. <laughs> so it was, just, it was just little stuff like that that was just driving me insane. Yeah. Along with Diego Luna's hair and voice. Yeah, Keeper Sutherland, who was in the original, was in this one looking crazy. He, he was in costume. <laughs> He's that guy. He's like, I'll do it, but I don't want nobody to notice me. <laughs> right, I was like, is that Keeper? Huh. The boy from uh, Awkward was in it doing nothing. Was he? Uh-huh. Wait, Awkward. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it's Awkward. Wait, the, oh, the MTV show. Yeah. Okay, I only remember the little the girl with the black hair. Yeah, the dude, the love interest on the show was in this. And then I know I was, I was dozing off and on for a little bit. But I know for sure I fell asleep uh, during when Ellen Page died because the focus was on her. I fell asleep for maybe 45 seconds, woke up, and she was never to be seen in the movie again. (laughs) (laughs) I really did not sleep that long. All I know is when I woke up, I was like, she ain't coming back. (laughs) Oh, so you didn't even see her die. I just, I saw before and immediately after. (laughs) I knew what happened. I had enough information to know. Yeah, they're going to give it to you. you so I guess. You didn't see the whack of little death she had because it was her sister was like, she was seeing her sister. And then it was like her sister was like kind of attacking her. And then she, it, 
She forced her off the little stair thingy that be outside windows. Yep, I literally see right before and (laughs) (laughs) woke up. It was on to probably the scene after that. Yeah, I was like, did they did they really just do that? Are we about to be stuck with Nina Dobrev, White Uh, Boy? That's something I never want. (laughs) Diego and Kiersey. (laughs) Kiersey Clemens. Ever since she signed on for the flash. Her career. I don't like this. She doesn't even seem like a good actress anymore. Yeah, I'm not I, a fan of that. I, I still like her, but yeah, her choices of this year so far <laughs> not that great. So there's only been two movies I can really say that's been bad with the only only living boy in New York in this, but <sighs> and her little side storyline with her mom. I didn't like none of that. I was forced. I don't know why when she said she was 25 years old in the movie, that took me aback. It really did. <laughs> I, like, I didn't what? like that at all. <laughs> these were younger or something. I mean, it makes sense they're in like medical school, but still. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I didn't like it. <sighs> yeah, that really was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of nowhere. And I know Ellen Page wasn't trying to play no 25-year-old. Yeah, that's what I kept. I was like... Y'all ain't the same age. Diego Luna ain't no 20. He was acting like he was a 25-year-old. but I think he was playing, t- <laughs> but he is visibly not. <laughs> I know his hair was throwing you off. His hair and his he, voice. He looked weird. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't even describe what his hair was like. I ain't like it. He like a little hair helmet. Yeah, I'll go back to Rogue One hair. He wasn't annoying in Rogue One. And I'm pretty sure he probably sounded exactly the same, but I don't know. Him in this, it might have been the when, hair. I guess when it's a bad movie, yeah, you really just, notice it. Like, uh, you get all nitpicky. But this movie was that, plenty to nitpick. <laughs> was yeah, it really wasn't a good movie. Yeah. He made a bad movie. <laughs> that movie was trash. And when I was reading the reviews for it, all the reviews were saying the movie, the first one was whack. Why are they making another yeah, one? Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, funny. well, that's, that's interesting. No, I got. Let me see what I got. Any specific stuff on my notes? I, I put the idea was already stupid. About, uh, uh, okay, then I already talked about how the long meticulous process. I already talked about Diego's hair and voice. Um, I already talked about how they came back from dying. Drove me insane that they killed Juno off first. <laughs> um, and then um, like the whole part where. They should they the characters should apologize for to the people that they wronged in order to the to prevent the little the little uh, visions and hallucinations and stuff they were oh, having. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I, I was I mean, I didn't like it. I was like, all right, I thought that was a cool addition to the plot, but um, with Marlo, that was Nina Dobrev's character, wasn't it? I couldn't tell you these characters' names. I think that was her name. She couldn't really apologize to the person that she murdered. <laughs> so just the fact that you apologize to him in a, a hallucination or a nightmare or whatever, that should give you the leeway to kill her character off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yeah. The way they had her, the, her being the, like the last little seance type of thing going on made it seem like the movie was about her. Don't trick me and try to make this seem like this is her movie. I don't like that. Um, I wanted it to end so bad. I like the the guilty conscience aspect, how it played in their their minds, but it could have been done better. Now you got you know you got your trailers, 
Then you transition to the movie. Trailers looked all, you know, like trailers do, decent. And when the movie started, <laughs> I was like, did somebody pull this with VHS and then plug it into the the projector? Because yeah, the, this movie was looking dingy. The movie, I can't even, I, I had an effect on why it wasn't a good movie. It looked, I can't even describe how it looked. Yeah, look, this will this will come. Uh, uh, what you just said will be the complete opposite effect of a movie I'll talk about in a second. But yeah, you look at this movie, it'll look garbage. It'll be hard to think that it's actually a good movie when just something about the quality of the picture just is not resonating with you. I can't even you. describe exactly what it was. It was just dingy. It looked like a wrinkled T-shirt, and I know all about wrinkled shirts because I rarely iron my clothes. <laughs> <sighs> all right, you got anything else to say about this tragedy? Uh. It uh, at one point started looking like a a bad horror movie, yeah. with some of the little jumps and yeah. started feeling sci-fi. Yeah, they didn't know what they wanted to be. Like I don't like this. When I type of horror movies I like are like the New Mutants and <laughs> things of that nature. Uh, oh goodness gracious! Uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, we'll be seeing that movie at the. On the bottom of your list coming into the Most year. Most likely. <laughs> Some other stuff got to really, really stink. It's going to be uh, interesting to see where that that movie falls on both of our lists because we'll probably, unless we get some tragedies to come out of the... It got to be some bad movies. <laughs> I've seen some pretty bad horror movies this year, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to beat that one. All right. So you said that was all you saw? Yeah. All right, let me quickly run through these other movies that I saw this year. Another movie that will be battling it out for one of the worst movies, let alone one of the worst horror movies to come out this year, is Friend Request. <laughs> now, we're sitting in the theater. The movie starts. You have your closed caption. Uh, just starts running along the bottom. But, but not along the bottom like it was supposed to be there. Half of it was shown. Half of it was cut <laughs> off. So it was like, this was a clear malfunction. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a great way to start this movie. I was too lazy to get up and go tell somebody about it. I was like, this movie might be whack, but I'm going to sit here and watch it all. Luckily, the only other two people in the theater got up, walked out, told the manager. Manager came in, gave us some free passes. I was like, cool. So it was like I saw this movie for free. But anyways, I already uh, hinted, this movie sucked. This movie took itself way too seriously. And for an idea like that, a person... Uh, you know, popular girl sees a little emo loner, tries to be friends with her. That uh, loner takes it too far, becomes very stalkerish and clingy. Then you got to cut that person off, and that person starts terrorizing you and your friends. They took that idea way too seriously. <laughs> like with a um, movie this reminds me of is Unfriended. Unfriended yeah. was funny. They... They, you, I mean, the characters were taking the situation seriously, but you could tell the movie wasn't taking itself seriously because they threw a game of Never Have I Ever, I believe, <laughs> into the movie, which made it entertaining. So that's why I can enjoy that. That's, what, that's you know, Bloomhouse might be getting a bunch of credit throughout this episode. That's something that they also can get credit for because they give you your horror movies. On, I mean, you already know they make the movies for cheap, but they also don't take themselves super seriously. Yeah. Um, there was some creepy imagery that reminded me of The Ring. Uh, what else I got here? This movie was a, this was Facebook central. Like, they just stuck to Facebook. And that makes it seem like this movie was made years ago. Because if you're going to make a movie about a social media outlet, Facebook really shouldn't be your go-to in 2017. Yeah. Um, when uh, the girl killed herself 
and the videos of her uh, suicide was being posted on the main girl's uh, Facebook page. Everybody really was believing that she posted that when all signs pointed to ain't no way she posted that. And why was she actually posted that? And all the scenes of the other murders kept being posted by her. And they were really blaming her for this. I thought that was stupid. Like, come on, y'all. Use your common sense. <laughs> the kills that they showed um, were trash. They could have been better. The last act of the movie felt like it took a lifetime to end. I was like, oh my gosh. This movie's like 80-something minutes long, but this last part feels like two hours. It didn't end. I was getting tired, so maybe that was affecting it. The last movie was, or last moment of the movie was stupid because they try to like force like a cool, unhappy ending. And it kind of like teases like, if we wanted to make a sequel, we could. Nah. And I hate when, <laughs> hate when whack movies do that. What other movie did that? What was that movie with uh, that one girl? Who I never get her name right. She got like a boyish name, I think. She had like a little thing that she opened and she would wish for people to die. Or Oh, Joey King. Yeah. Uh, Death Wish? <laughs> it sounds like Death Wish, but I uh, don't remember what it was called, but it wasn't Death Wish. That's what your boy Nat. Um, but uh, That's Death Note. Oh, Death Wish is must have clearly made up. Is it Death Wish? It might see. be Death Wish. <laughs> what? It might be Death Wish. That sounds right. That sounds right now. Death. Nah, it's not called Death Wish. I don't know what that movie. There was a d- movie called Death Wish that came out this year, though. Really? Directed by Eli Roth. No, it's not even out yet. Uh, okay, it comes out next month. Uh, Starring Bruce Willis and Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that little action movie that's supposed to maybe revive his career. Okay, then what is... All right, let me type in Joey King. I could easily just pull up my list of movies while I'm being lazy. But why are you looking for that? That had a similar uh, spinoff, or not spinoff, sequel. Oh, uh, I mean, it was called Wish Upon. You were close. It was <laughs> whack either way. She but, got some low-rated <laughs> movies. <laughs> she sound like she, she seemed like she'd be in those like little family comedies that nobody likes wish upon going in style uh, mm. some movie called stonewall with 10 percent freshness that was that movie about the, the gay people right i have no clue uh all right she did the conjuring so that's high rated white house down was down the middle family weekend low rated All right, we ain't going to count Ramona Beezus. That did pretty well for her. <laughs> but she was in Battle Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was always playing the daughter. But yeah, that, this, those two movies both had, uh, like, they had potential sequel ideas in mind, so they thought they'd try to tease it. And I think the theaters, everybody saw them and gave it a resounding no thank you. <laughs> uh, and to lastly, or to end this off, I figured this was going to be a bad horror movie, and it was. But the girl in the movie, I was I was completely sold that she was a, a long-lost Olsen twin. I was like, her name got to be something-something Olsen. Like, do they got a fourth sister that is trying to get popping in the world? But it ain't. She's Or she's not. I don't know what her name is. I don't remember it, and I don't care to look it up. But she does look like an Olsen twin or Olsen sister. Next movie I watched in preparation for Blade Runner 2049. I've never seen this movie, so I was like, all right. Let me let me watch Blade Runner. I didn't go into detail of which version. I just typed it in. 
looked it up. I think I watched the director's cut because of the unhappy ending it had. But this movie was made in the 80s. And in my head, before I saw this movie, I thought this was an action movie where Harrison Ford was constantly riding around on a motorcycle <laughs> and he was cutting blades. <laughs> I thought that was like a I thought it was like a nickname for his motorcycle or something. He was riding on motorcycles killing <laughs> killing androids. <laughs> I was mistaken. There was very little action in this movie. They say this movie is violent. I couldn't see it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I don't know how this movie is so beloved. I can see why it bombed back in the day. I don't know how it became a cult classic. I mean, I guess the the storyline of uh, you really having to pay attention to get some of the messages across. I like that about the movie because I like that with movies. So I can see why people like it about that. But sheer entertainment value. You looking, you looking at the wrong movie. <laughs> And I guess they do mention this in, like, why people like this movie. The villain in the movie, like, when he gets introduced, the movie's about to end. So when the, like, the climactic portion of the movie is coming up, you're like, oh, snap? Is, mm-hmm. is the movie is the movie about to end? Am I missing something? I thought I had the wrong copy loaded up. I was like, nah, then maybe, they, maybe this just cut part of the movie off because this can't be about to be the end of the movie. So, I mean, I wasn't really rocking with it all like that. So that leads me to Blade Runner 2049, which in my opinion is head and shoulders much better than that movie. (laughs) My boy Denis once again showed why he is one of the best, if not the best director out doing it. I know he's not the cinematographer of the movie, but I give him the credit for what the cinematographer is doing because this movie was beautiful. If you just put the movie on silent and just, and besides, you know, if there was no talking and you just heard the sound effects and looked at the visuals, this movie was great on its own. The theater I watched the movie in was the the system was bumping. My chair was rocking back and forth. It was thumping. It was just going so well. It was like I was in the movie. The picture was super crisp. I was like, man, this is, this is amazing. I loved every part of that. Ryan Gosling was in the movie 100% of the time. You just follow him throughout the the whole movie. He did a great job. He didn't do nothing spectacular, but he gave a performance kind of similar to in Drive where he wasn't showing that much expression, even though he did show it throughout. But he just, that, that cool, calm, collected demeanor, but you can tell that there's something going on underneath. He portrayed that very well. Harrison Ford didn't come into the movie to about an hour, hour and a half. So I wasn't expecting that, but it, I mean it was cool because Ryan Gosling was killing it up until then. Dave Bautista was in the movie a lot less than I expected, which also leads me to another person who was in the movie a lot less than I expected. Your boy Jared Leto. Oh yeah, <laughs> Once again, he does a movie where you think he's going to be in it a lot more than he is, <laughs> and you think he's going to do a better job than he did. He was not the best villain in this movie. It was his henchwoman who was much better than him. That's right. Like his he's he his villain is like played as the overarching arcing villain in like a franchise of sorts. So you tease him in this movie and then he has more of a persona and presence in the future installments. But I don't believe that's what this mo- this franchise or this movie is going to lead into. So it Begs the question, why'd he do it? I <laughs> uh, would have liked there to have been more action, but the visuals made up for that. Those were spectacular on their own. And the action scenes we did get, they weren't like explosive and action-packed or like just over the top. 
but you could you you you, know, you liked what you saw. They were good for this type of movie. Um, the little relationship Ryan Gosling's character Kay has with this artificial intelligence just reminded me of the movie Her. And the story itself was a little hard to follow at times. You got to really be paying attention. You can't be tired. But I still liked it for what I knew at the time. And then going and reading about it, you get to enjoy it even more. The movie leaves some stuff up in the air like the original did. But it works perfectly for this type of film. And just to end it off, this is a great movie. Visually, like I said, is what's going to be its main calling card. I loved it. It didn't feel like it was two hours and 40-something minutes. Dang. And I definitely want to see it again. <laughs> the person I saw it with, she thought if she felt every last bit of it, but I didn't. <laughs> and she stayed awake the whole time, unlike your boy. You already know I got to take a nap. Uh-huh. All right, almost done. I watched Gerald's Game on Netflix. This is not a movie you should watch when you're kind of tired because it <laughs> will give you some sleepy time. The movie got more interesting as it went on, but it was when they started introducing like the whole perverted father and stuff like that. But they did, I guess they did the best they could with a woman being chained or handcuffed to a bed the whole time and relying on talking to hallucinations and uh, flashbacks or childhood. The grotesque scene that uh, people are talking about when it comes to her uh, her escape scene at the end. Even for me, I thought that was gross. It wasn't like crazy, but just if you think about it in like real life, if you had to do that, that is very nasty. <laughs> and the blood loss she lost from that scene should have affected her going forward, but it didn't do it as much. Uh, the whole, uh, I felt the movie should have had a twist at the end instead of the weird, odd ending that it had. So I didn't like that. I wanted. The twist is something I would have expected and I would like to see it play out. So this is one of the moments where the expected would have uh, been better for the movie, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not going to mention the t- the actual part of the twist, just in case you uh, non-listeners out there want to watch it. And the message that the movie had where it was like a correlation between her and her father and her her husband. I mean, I get it. It makes sense. But at the same time, eh, I wasn't really rocking with it. And this isn't the best Stephen King adapted movie to come out this year, because to me that's it. But it's also not the worst, which goes to the Dark Tower gotcha. right now. That dude has three movies come out this year. Uh, he might even have more than that. I'm not I even think too it sure. Maybe four. All right, and the last movie I saw was Happy Death Day. This was a this was a very good movie. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Bloomhouse got another winner again. I already made your money back. And more. We'll probably see a sequel to this. I wouldn't be shocked. Just some notes I have for that movie. Of course, there's a white girl runs from a killer and then trip scene. You got to have one of those. They had a funny uh, day slash death montage. And that's when you knew, like, all right, this movie ain't taking itself too seriously. <laughs> it's showing all these different montages of her death. And it's uh, has some fun music playing in the background. It used comedic uh comedic stuff during those scenes to tell the story i like that there was a scene in the movie where the villain uh kicks kicks open a chain door i was looking at the movie sideways at that like oh i didn't know this character has super strength what else Uh, i need to erase that note because it's pointless 
Okay, I need to erase that note too because that's pointless. Uh, there's just parts at the movie where she goes about, uh, getting back at her supposed killer and the method she was doing was like, oh, so you actually think you're not, she was acting like as if she was just going to die again at the end of the day. Cause if she was to come back to life after that day, she would have some serious repercussions. One of her, uh, sister, uh, sorority sisters in the movie, her name was Danielle. She was funny throughout the whole movie. The f- end all be all reasoning for why the person was killing her when i when when it was coming up i was like i had my fingers crossed i'm like please don't be the petty reason i think it is please don't be it and it ended up being what i feared but luckily the whole movie was very enjoyable throughout the whole thing the girl who started the movie who's a relatively unknown she did a great job carrying the film so it's cool that she's getting praised for it but once again bloomhouse takes a cheap budget is able to make an interesting movie out of it, and then it kills. So, congrats to them, and Happy Death Day is definitely a great movie. So you should go check that out. And finally, that's all I have. All right, so before we move into any other shenanigans we got going on this episode, I just got one past episode reflection from the last numbered episode. I ain't listened to a little bonus episode yet, if I even <laughs> listen to that, because I don't want to hear myself talk for 12 minutes straight. But on that ep or no wait, huh? Actually, this is for that episode. I lied. So for the bonus episode, I don't even I don't read my notes before I start talking about them. <laughs> so in the last on the bonus episode, I was talking about this char- uh, the Charlie's Angels reboot and how they're eyeing Kristen Stewart and Lupita to star in that joint. And I was talking about very combo. That's a yeah, that's a very odd combination. So I have a list of nine ladies. Wait, first, is there anybody off the top of your head, off the top of your head, that you would could see being the last um, girl to be thrown into that bunch? That weird combination that they have so far. We we're talking before I said Margot Robbie. All right, but, or they could go Peter, Kristen Stewart, like Jamie Chung. If we're going along the lines so of, they're gonna, uh, they gonna do two diversity castings. <laughs> I mean, Lucy Lou. It was two white girls and Lucy Lou in the uh-huh. re- original reboot movies. Yep. So and then Lupita, Kristen, Kristen Stewart don't seem like she do fun, nah, like fun, fun spirited movies. She's a serious actor now. Wait, in the original Charlie's Angel, wasn't there just three white girls? Yep. I right, see. So got three white girls. I forgot there was a, a reboot TV show. Oh, yeah. With Mika Kelly, a black girl, and a different white girl. That got canceled fast. All uh, right, so so you got the original one. Three, three white girls. Then they you went got the movies, two, two white girls in diversity. Mm-hmm. And then the TV show. They just followed A it. white, a black, and a whatever Mika Kelly is. And then, so I could see them doing, leaving oh. the one white girl be the diversity, and then yeah. two different ones. So it has to be a Latina of some sort, so it can be... Kristen Stewart, Lupita, and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> I could, I could see it. Kristen Stewart, she takes the manly role. Yeah, so we can't go Michelle Rodriguez, Gina Rodriguez. I guess just I go run through them. I wouldn't be surprised. Or the girl from Saturday Night Live, who I never can remember her name, <laughs> and I don't necessarily know what she is. And it's oh, not yeah. Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Cecily Strong. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, ain't no telling what her race is. <laughs> they can go with a girl from Baby Driver, not 
not the love interest, but oh, the, yeah, the John Hams. I wouldn't be She surprised. got some sort of. Yeah, her name ain't that big. <laughs> if we were doing ladies who were up there in age, Sophia Vergara could do it. That. I'm not saying it would be good. <laughs> but I could see her doing it. That would be trash. <laughs> After the travesty her and Reese Witherspoon popped out a couple years ago. Yikes. Has she done has she done movies where she starred in them anymore? Nah. <laughs> She's a side side person. They gave uh, her a chance. Yeah, we ain't trying to see that again. We they went they tried that once, it didn't work out. Stick to modern family. All right, so I'm gonna give you a list of these. I'm gonna give you these nine different ladies. Uh, you give me yay or nay if they would fit in with these okay. girls. I mean, Lupita and Christopher Stewart don't even really fit together. But that's, that's an odd, odd combo. Yeah, so you're gonna have to find the perfect link to that glue. <laughs> that odd two pieces you got there. All right, first up we got Zoe Zaldana. Nah. <laughs> All right, Olivia Munn. Jeez. I mean, that fits the, the... That's kind of close. <laughs> I keep that in the possibly. All right. Then we got... I never know how to pronounce her name. Leah Sadu. Sado. She was in The Lobster and Glorious Bastards. Um, the latest James Bond. And she's in blue, the warmest color. She's going to be in Ghost Protocol, this girl. I'll say I can't even picture it. Uh, okay. I mean, guys, I mean, I don't... Ain't like a emphatic yes or no. All right, so it's looking like Olivia Munn is at the top of the. Okay, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. <laughs> the Asian girl from Pacific Rim. What was her name? Bing. <laughs> oh no, that's the other girl. Rinko. They really Kikuchi. feel like they have to go Asian. <laughs> sure. No, but uh, if I gotta pick up, <laughs> if gotta she, go. Li- if she's in there. I'm not interested. Just off the casting that they have so far. Yeah, that's weird. She, got it so far as Olivia Munn. Yeah, she adds nothing. They got to be this. at least a semi-name. All right. Then we got Paula Patton. The age ain't right. So, no. Yeah, maybe they made this in, like, right after they made the original. Yeah, immediately after. <laughs> she ain't there now. Megan Fox. No. <laughs> Even Megan Fox seems too old. Yeah, who knows? And she, the other two got natural faces, and <laughs> Megan Fox is not. All right, here we go with ages. Jordana Brewster. What? Okay. <laughs> we walk through the theater where they got the posters hanging up. You look over and you see Jordana Brewster, Kristen Stewart, and Lupita Nyong'o starring in a film. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> what I'm is like, she like, this is the alternate poster for <laughs> some more characters in a fast movie, then I don't want to see. <laughs> you know, you got to be thinking, like, is she playing uh, Bosley? Or whatever yeah. Charlie <laughs> Birdie Back played. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, she really would be that. Dang, they should have Vinny D in this playing that role. I wouldn't be surprised him being the comedic... <laughs> <laughs> Comedic re- comedy relief. Uh, All right, here you go. You need a name, Scarlett Johansson. It's just it's, this. You would get a poster that says Scarlett Johansson and really Charlie's would. Angels. <laughs> now, will they sit there and pay Scarlett Johansson her twenty five million? <laughs> she make a movie. To yeah. Do this will, then nah. Lupita would come out like racism because ain't yeah. they? We both ladies, but they ain't paying me my equal share. This is really about to be Olivia Munn, <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o, and Kristen Stewart. Last little uh, action movie Olivia Munn did to play Devil's Advocate was Apocalypse. Not saying that she was the weak link of that movie, but she was in that movie. All right. Next up, he talking about getting the check. Jennifer Lawrence. They, they could 
that will even even though she makes way more and more famous, that's a little closer in in name wise and age and age. So I'm assuming Lupita's young. She looks young. I'm assuming she's young. I'm pretty sure she's young. And I'm assuming Kristen Stewart's still young because she was young when Twilight started. Yeah, that's a little. All right. I don't think they could pull it off. That would be the preference. So more realistic, still Olivia Munn, I suppose. All right, and that's all the ladies that they have. So oh, whack. <laughs> there ain't no other ones, no other actresses on this planet. It's just that they. That's just like. It's like uh, giving me a JV team and then putting LeBron on it and then expecting <laughs> me to contend for the championship. Like you already put me in a really tough predicament by to give me this JV roster, even though you added this great player. Oh, uh, Lapita's thirty-four. No, she look younger than that. So I was good for her. Twenty-six. Let's see, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart's twenty-seven. Jennifer Lawrence is like twenty-five, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. So she might be twenty-nine. I'm lying. She's somewhere in there. Jenna. Lawrence is yep twenty seven. Yep. All right, so she right there. Chill, mm-hmm. chill, chill. Apps, chill. Uh, all right, so looking like if it was our choice, and you gave us those ladies, and those ladies only look like Olivia <laughs> Munn is going to be starring in this. Oh god! Potential box office bomb. <laughs> All right, Olivia Bank or Elizabeth Banks, she got some work to do with that movie. No, Elizabeth Banks, she probably put Anna Kendrick in it. I wouldn't be. That's it was her. I think I said her and uh, Kate McKinnon is who I can see her adding. Maybe Leslie Jones. <laughs> they might as well have did that. Cecily Strong, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, and Charlie's Angels. Might as well call let it, it be, a day and call it a Saturday Night Live spinoff movie. They ain't made one of those in a, want, in a while. Melissa McCarthy is Bosley, and then like uh, Fred Armisen or something is uh, Mr. Charlie or whatever. It's <laughs> Charlie. I will not be surprised. If Melissa McCarthy gets her grimy paws on this movie, <laughs> it takes it from her. It's like, I'm starring it. Kristen Wiig is with me. And Rose Byrne. And we reuniting the bridesmaids, ladies. Yeah. And we're, and yeah, because Kristen Wiig was not in Spy. Reuniting the bridesmaids, yeah. lady. We doing Charlie's Angels reboot. It'll be better than Ghostbusters. We keep it pushing. Hopefully they can get a star in there and... Yeah, we gonna, I think they're counting on Lupita and Christian Stewart being their stars. So. And who's going to be the little side? Tiffany Haddish. If I ever. <laughs> <laughs> that would be odd. Christian <laughs> Stewart would be the odd woman out. <laughs> Did you see the Proud Mary trailer? I finally like actually watched it. Uh-uh. With uh, Taraji P. Henson. Oh, the that action movie? Yeah, Black Atomic Blonde. Yeah, I didn't... <laughs> it, that is very... Not only is it Black Atomic Blonde, it's Atomic Blonde Delight. <laughs> that action, it ain't there. Oh, yeah, the action ain't there. And my, I'm somebody who didn't really like Atomic Blonde all like that. I know you really liked it. Yeah. That, uh, that, the action was good. <laughs> this movie just looks like... <laughs> all right, Taraj P really wanted an action vehicle to star in. She like, forced that. Like she said, I'm ready for this movie. Bring all the scripts. I'll pick the best of them. When they were showing it in the theater, I was like, 
This is playing like a Empire trailer because they had the the theme song, the t- the same title as the movie playing. I was like, the way this is looking, this is looking like an Empire trailer if I ever seen one. Yeah, that was crazy. But I'll be the judge when I see it. All right, you got anything you want to? Uh, uh, we know what this means. Another game was started from the bottom. Start where. I start naming actors from 10th build and up, and he has to try to guess the movie. We should have played this with milkshakes on the last episode, because I know her <laughs> oh, yeah. the movie she would have spouted out would have been hilarious. <laughs> All right, your first actor is Victor Rossuk. <sighs> next. <laughs> Anna Riley. I'll take a next for 300. Ron Eldard. Uh, another next. Leslie Ann Warren. Uh, that would be another next. J.K. Simmons. This isn't Whiplash, is it? No, he'll nope. be second build. <laughs> this isn't uh, Spider-Man 2? Nope. J.K. Simmons. This isn't... Uh, what other movies he be doing in the quiet? Uh, let's see if I can... Next. Fifth build, Matthew Modine. Dang it, it didn't get any easier. Next. <laughs> Fourth, Lucas Haas. Getting closer. This isn't uh this isn't the accountant, is it? Nope. JK Simmons. Simmons Simmons. Lucas Haas. I have that name written down somewhere, but I can't put the <laughs> face to the name. Next. Third build, Josh Gad. JK Simmons and Josh Gad. Josh Gad don't be doing that many live movies, <laughs> does he? This isn't the wedding ringer. And this doesn't I don't know if Josh or J.K. Simmons was in Frozen. <laughs> Josh Gad. <laughs> this isn't love love and other drugs. Mm-hmm. Josh Gad was in that movie, wasn't he? I have no clue. We all know Jake Jilly was in it. Uh, next. Uh, second build actor is Dermot Maroney. Oh my gosh. Next. The first build actor is Ashton Kutcher. Oh man. I still can't tell you what this movie is. <laughs> this movie goes by the name of Jobs. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh Gatt was in that movie. Yep. But then we got a movie by the name of Steve Jobs right after that, so that completely eliminated that crap. Yep. Alright, I got Yikes. one more. One, two, three, four. To be honest, I don't think I've ever watched Jobs. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I never got around on that one. Number 10, Tyler Hoechlin. Next. AKA the dude that plays Superman on uh, Supergirl. Yeah, next. Nine, Bruce Thomas. This isn't everybody wants some, is it? <laughs> no. Nope. Next. Uh, eight, Larry Joe Campbell. Next. That sounds like the dude you just created on 2K. <laughs> nah, his name was Sam Tom Burt above the realm. <laughs> and then yesterday, I just made somebody a name by, of the name uh, Cat Six Cents. Six Cents was on there for a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Stephen Merchant. Next. Richard Jenkins. Next. Wait, Richard Jenkins. This isn't Friends with Benefits, is it? Nope. Next. Uh, fifth build is Nikki Whelan. Next. Fourth build is Christina Applegate. Richard Jenkins. 
not Anchorman. It's not. It's not Step Brothers because Christina Applegate's in there. Next, third build is Jenna Fisher. Thinking, I, in my head, she's done one movie, and I cannot <laughs> think of what that one movie is. Next, second build is Jason Sudeikis. And I don't think Jason Sudeikis. This isn't a hall pass, is it? Yep. Uh, <laughs> of course, first build is Owen Wilson. That was close one, <laughs> and that was a shot in the dark. And that started from the bottom this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's move into some topics for this week. Yeah. Now we got to start out with the, the, the constant dismantling that is going on in the Fast and Furious franchise slash family. Tyree, your boy Tyree's called. Family no more. <laughs> Ty- Tyree's called out. Selfish Dwayne The Rock Johnson for <laughs> forcing his spinoff with Hobbs, I mean Hobbs, the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, forcing that to be in priority, pushing Fast and the Furious, where we at, nine? Pushing that yep. back from his 2019 release date now to 2020, because their movie is now coming out in the summer of 2019, called them out. Then Diesel had to step in with Ludacris by his side. Like, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Like, ain't no selfishness no, going on. The movies is, is, everything is going according to plan. We just trying to expand. Dwayne Johnson came out and said, yo, I'm just trying to do what I set out to do. And I joined the franchise and expand the universe. But your boy Tyrese was having none of it. He came back out and said, <laughs> as I come unprepared to find the quote, he was like, when who was it TMZ? Yeah, TMZ caught up with him. They stopped, and he gave this long quote saying, "I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Everybody coming at me like I'm hating on Dwayne about his spinoff, but I'm not. The truth is, I just wish he was releasing it at a different time. It's not a conflict. It's just the Fast and the Furious is like a holiday. The Fast and the Furious family, the fans, the tribe, the people that's been rocking with us for 16 years." You know, pushing our release date back. It's only happened one time in the history of the Fast and the Furious franchise is when we lost our brother, Paul Walker. So what's the reason we're pushing the release date back now? So, you know, I just got a problem with Dwayne. It appears he's being selfish. (laughs) It appears that he's so focused on furthering his own self-interest, he's making decisions from the seat he's sitting on. Fast and the Furious 9 is not coming out in 2020. It's effed up. (laughs) And then Tyrese reposted a uh, clip on Instagram of Dwayne Johnson calling his 2015 Black Rose album the biggest piece of dog bleep that I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) And he also captioned it with, haters come in many form, in my Kanye voice. Hashtag Black Rose is one of the greatest R&B solo albums of all time. <laughs> this is him saying it about himself. What, what, made, yeah, that, what made The Rock even say that? He might have been joking. Uh, I can play the clip real quick, but he, he went on to say, hashtag shame was number one on, I don't like this. He said, hashtag shame mm-hmm. was, was hashtag number one on Billboard for 16 weeks. 
He's not being specific because it was 16 weeks on a certain yeah. chart. <laughs> no disrespect to Black Tie, but facts are facts. Mm, My album man. came in at hashtag number one on the top 200 real R&B music lovers know. This album is in a league of its own. Hashtag Black Rose. Can't believe y'all. I just can't. Two days left. Maybe, just maybe, we can get it to the top 20. Don't just look at this video. Lock in. Yeah, I'm talking to you. (laughs) If 20 people that see this get to the bio, you don't even understand. That would make me so, so very happy. If you're about to download the album, just write, I got you in the comments. And he posted this clip of Dwayne Johnson with the joint. Just a little quick shout out to Tyrese, his new album, Black Rose. I just heard it. I literally just heard it. I heard the whole thing in my trailer. And I've got to say, in all honesty, um, it's the biggest piece of dog shit that I have ever heard. Everyone's laughing, by the way, but it's true because everybody's heard it too. Everyone heard it, right? They look at all. Everyone's like, yeah, big piece of dog shit. Shouldn't be called Black Rose. Should be called Big Piece of Black Dog Shit. That's what it should be called. <laughs> Not even the hard, dried up dog shit for seven days. It's the soft dog shit is like baby shit it's like that that's what the album is like and i never want to hear it again and i'm never gonna fucking forgive him for wasting my time that is time i will never get back it's like dog shit is in my ear motherfucker <laughs> so clearly he was in, uh, he was on the set of ballers that's why he was swearing so much <laughs> but, <laughs> but that sounded like a joke to me yeah. i mean i don't know about y'all but it sounded like a joke to me so with all that sir who you siding with in this uh Tyrese, the Rock feud. <laughs> Are they gonna get their own little cage match on WWE, whatever Fight Night Fridays, <laughs> Big Clash <laughs> Showdown Saturdays, whatever they got going on over there? They need to. Some, I mean, obviously the Rock's the bigger star, so Tyrese would be quickly out of one of these films <laughs> if they ha- if it came down to it. And by ten, when ten came around, I would have forgot Tyrese was in it because. <laughs> Because I'm, su- I'm sure the movies will still be very enjoyable. But Tyrese is the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the glue of the movie. Who's they going to... That would mean Ludacris is going to have to take nah, the man away. I'd rather... <laughs> if it came down to Tyrese being gone, but you still get everybody else, and Ludacris is the uh, comedic relief, or everybody stays except for The Rock. I'm going to have to say bye to The Rock. Because I ain't... Yeah, it was good before... I mean, it started getting good when The Rock came in, but I feel like we could do without The Rock. But are you? Yeah. Are you we still keep the spinoff? Yeah, keep the spinoff. That'll give us our Rock dose. I have a feeling The Rock ain't gonna be in this new one. Yeah, so. the way it's going. Because <laughs> first he was feuding with Vinny. Vinny, like, hey, I'm. He put it to the side. He all about getting these checks because yeah. he's the producer of these movies, <laughs> and he's gonna be a producer clearly on this little spinoff. Mm-hmm. So he trying to rack up the money. Who you who who you siding with ultimately? If you had to pick a side, like Eminem said, you got to draw a line of sand. You the four <laughs> against one of them. Is it Tyrese or Dwayne? I'm still gonna be singing "Sweet Lady" then <laughs> after every time, but probably say The Rock, just because he was literally wasn't doing anything to Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, Tyrese is wilding. It's, it's y'all such a family. You got to keep that. Behind closed doors, even though he say he ain't, or The Rock ain't answering his phone calls and something. But it's probably because he ain't trying to be hearing all that raw raw in his ear. We all know Tyrese can get very emotional at times. Even his closest compadres be saying that about him. 
tank and genuine. They got put up with his yeah. shenanigans. That's why we ain't got T or TGT no more. So you say the Rock, Tyrese is my dog, Dwayne's my dog. But if we going off just who's wrong, Tyrese is in the wrong here. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's in the, in the right. He's just you know he's just trying to make more movies where he can be the leader. Now by two thousand and twenty. Will the flame have burned out a little bit on the Fast and the Furious, especially with all these beefing that's going on? <laughs> Maybe, because I did. I mean, I thought this last entry was great, but it definitely was a step down for me for Furious Seven and uh, Fast and the Furious Six. I just don't want them to overstay their welcome. So I would have liked to see the movie come out in 2019. Yeah, I just want to make it to ten, and we good. Yeah, and I, I wish that they would have did it with no bumps in the road, but. I guess when you got 10 entries in your franchise, something's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. Now, if they had to replace Tyrese, and I'm talking straight up, replace him. Same <laughs> character, <laughs> but replaced him. Who you putting in there? I guess Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael B. I'm going with a... Uh, I'm going with upset pick. I'm picking with Lamorne. Or whatever his name is from New Girl. <laughs> He's so odd. <laughs> be very, very weird. <laughs> if they had to add a new, like a... <laughs> he could be the new computer guy. <laughs> uh, then Luda switches over to the action, or the oh, action funny there man. There ain't no... The spaz. Yeah, there ain't no good from casting him, man. <laughs> you gotta... <laughs> All right, what... Musical artist, would you replace Tyrese with? And he don't got to play the same uh, role as. Uh, why am I blanking out on his character's name now? It don't matter. Uh, <laughs> if he had to do like what they tried to, what we thought they were gonna do with Scott Eastwood, what musical person would you throw in there? I mean, you could just go straight out of TD2 and go with Tank. Okay. Or would Tank be funny? Tank don't seem like he's funny. On well, his Breakfast Club interview, he said he was. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me you funny. I don't really believe that you funny, then. It's an R&B, funny R&B singer. I'm going to go with it. Just because I want him to get that. that <laughs> I can't even matter. <laughs> Just because I want him to get that movie fame. He's already touched different avenues of legendary <laughs> status. Ray J. Woo! If Ray J yeah, did Fast Ray and Furious, you would be able to tell him nothing. <laughs> he would be out of control. Yeah, he would go. That's back. too much power in his hands. He would go back to the Ray J that was on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, wilding on five. He already runs the electronic scooter <laughs> game with Raytronics. Pull up to the set on a scooty bike. Pass the scooty bikes to all the the Fast workers. And and stuff. He asked if they got scooty bikes in the movie. Uh, <laughs> a scooty bike action scene where Vin Diesel hops his big self on a scooty bike. <laughs> He's so slow. Uh, Ray J. That would be hilarious. <laughs> all right, you got a, you got another musical artist you want to throw in there? Like I a, even think. It can't be like Neo, no, Chris Brown, or no, uh, Trey Songs, or nah, Bryson Tiller, definitely not. Party Next Door, heavens no, he seems like he has no personality. (laughs) Yeah, Party Next Door (laughs) seems like he has never said anything funny. (laughs) The Weeknd as well, yeah, great artist. You don't seem like somebody I want to have a conversation with and expect to have a laugh. Who else? Who's an R&B singing man? He ain't even got to be R&B singing. He could be a rapper, 
Female we got rappers. We got Fifty Cent. I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> Fifty has been working his way up to do one of these movies. He just keeps felling. <laughs> he keeps doing stuff like Escape Plan and Escape Plan Two and, and Escape Plan, Plan Three. three. <laughs> How did they get to three without the second one even coming out yet? That's what kills me. Like y'all don't even know. No one really wants to see a sequel, and y'all already might even be done with making the third one. Another one. Y'all wildin'. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You can always put like X to the Z exhibit in it. <laughs> <laughs> he used the pimp cars Man I can see him I I feel like he was up for Ludacris' role back in the day I feel like everybody like Exhibit Redman Redman was definitely up for that role <laughs> Yeah I'm going You know who should be in it Keeping it in the family with Love and Hip Hop Safari Safari would play the role that he, Tyrese plays He would play On the li- nose Yeah he would be live action <laughs> Like he's that in real life He would be the one who if Ain't Safari that good at anything in, Yeah <laughs> If he was in this movie Oh how big is it He would have so many fur coats but see, His forehead's already huge Yeah But <laughs> it would get even bigger Oh man But he could do it funny. He got that He got the He got the The funny so, charisma to see that the uh, red carpet, see Rock, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Safari Samuels, Jordana <laughs> See the big fur over Vin Diesel's shoulder. Yeah, that would be very weird. Uh, yeah, but if if you want to pay somebody bottom dollar, hey, you get Safari. Him. Throw him. If you want to be real nice, give him 10000 Yeah, that's generous. That's a lot. He should do it off the look alone. Yeah, do it just to be in a fantastic. Ooh, <laughs> I almost said this, but Fantastic Furious, them, uh, Vin Diesel as the thing. I mean, the Fantastic Our Four. Our rocket need- thing, whatever you want. <laughs> the Fantastic Four needs anything to help Vin itself. Vin Diesel, uh, he will get the powers of Mr. Fantastic, uh-huh. so Vin Diesel will be stretching. Michelle Rodriguez will have power and visibility. She now who butches uh, visible woman I've ever seen to be the Human Torch? That would have been Paul Walker, Walker is easy. Gone, and I don't want uh, Scott Eastwood. I would take uh, Jason Statham if you gave me anybody that's left. Jason I don't Statham see... would have to become the villain again, so he can be doomed. Unless uh, okay, I can see him as a doom. Then you're leaving me with Ludacris Tyrese, and Tyrese. Luda. Cause we're gonna put the rock at the thing, bro. I guess. Yeah, he's too big to be Human Torch. Yeah, so we gotta go Black Tie as Human Torch. Wait, then who would be Mr. Fantastic? It would be Vin Diesel. It's, that's Vinny D. We switched him down to Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> big old arms <laughs> stretching. And Ludacris can be like, leaving us with another Black Human Torch. He can be computer. <laughs> computer man. <laughs> The long lost Fantastic Four sibling. <laughs> hey, so that, I mean, Tyrese is a hothead. So. Fantastic Four has done three <laughs> movies and have not introduced a new character except for Silver Surfer. Oh, gosh. Man, Tyrese looks like after he comes out of being a human torch, Tyrese his skin is burnt. <laughs> He could be Silver Surfer. He just could don't be. He looked lo- like just him. Don't put, just don't put lotion on one day. His <laughs> <laughs> dome shape looks just, just like the Silver, silver Surfer's head. 
<laughs> All right, so hey, Silver Surfer, ludicrous. You lucked out. You got bumped up to Human Torch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that's a lose lose. Ain't nobody trying to see none of those. Ludicrous as the Human yeah. Torch. Got fanboys would kill themselves. <laughs> they would lose it. They would like give the rights to Marvel immediately. Oh, uh, so this this would have to be Fantastic Four and Earth. Fast and Furious in space. Yes. They don't say nothing they... about it in the title that it's a Fantastic Four crossover. <laughs> and they just go to space, gather these powers, come down to Earth, turn into these characters uh-huh. while saving the world. That seems All genius right. to me, but what do I know? Hey, we can put them in any movie. X-Men. Vin Diesel's Wolverine. Oh, yep. Paul Walker's gone, so he can't play Cyclops, so... He lucked out there. We bumped Tyrese up to side. Oh, yeah, Cyclops. Uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez is Jean Grey. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Ludacris is Computer Man. <laughs> Ludacris. Would he, would he, he could be Professor X. <laughs> he could be Professor X or Beast. Yeah. Uh, the Rock can be. He would have to be beast because he he big. He would yeah. just put some paint on him. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, what's what's his name? Who plays Beast? Nicholas Holt. Yeah, I always forget how unbelievable it is that he was cast <laughs> as Beast, but that's neither here nor there. See that first, but when you continue with him, <laughs> like, <laughs> like chill. When he was just playing, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, when you were not Beast, you were pre-Beast. All right, I don't believe it. But uh, really ma- uh, Fox really made three X Men movies, related movies, in one summer. Yeah, to next year is might it might be a do or die for them. Because if I get three of them joints and they and one of them's a dud and one of them's okay, and I'm just left with a great Deadpool movie. That is crazy. Deadpool two, the new mutant horror movie, <laughs> as well as the new X Men movie. They which, made which one's gonna be the wackest? I'm going with. This is hard. I may be it's not going, Deadpool. I may be going with the X Men. That's what Dark I'm thinking. Phoenix. Well, I'm such a big Jennifer Lawrence fan. I don't want her to Why be in two in? crappy back to back joints. The cast is so superior. James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, and y'all dukey out sad. two back to backs. I don't want to. I have to believe it to see it. I'm and going McAvoy with McAvoy. Should say no because he got his new superhero yeah. universe was split. I'm going with New Mutants only because, and it's not even because how uh, interesting the trailer made the movie look. I'm going with Anya Taylor Joy's bangs. I those I, I immediately two things crazy. I noticed her bangs immediately upset me, <laughs> and Maisie Williams looks so weird. Well, she is a weird looking. I was like, that's her <laughs> actual face. That is, she's playing the right character. They that's a pinpoint casting. Will we see their powers? I don't know. No, I, I look feel, like it. I, I know this was a teaser trailer. But I feel like they just got done finishing. They finished the movie like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, they just finished that. So they, uh, I can tell why this movie. I can see how this movie was shot very fast. Yeah, it's all in this haunted hospital. Yeah. They yeah. shot it where uh, they probably shot Scrubs. ER. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Speaking of X Men, that's. There's some quick takes with the X-Men universe. We're going to even bring back up what we were just speaking of. But first off, Gambit no. finally has a release date. Goodness gracious. <laughs> and it's Valentine's Day of 2019. This is random. 
Now, my question for you, first question is, how many times will this movie get pushed back? <laughs> because we all know it's not actually making this release date. It's going to get pushed back two more times. Okay. So first it's going to get pushed back to March. And they just be like, we're just moving it out the way for something else. Then it's going to come out like September. <laughs> All right, so you see, you do see it coming out in 2019. I, I think they may be able to force it out. Okay. And emphasis on force. If they don't force it, then it ain't coming out, man. <laughs> All, right. All right, and then the second question. Are they really trying to force this to be the next Deadpool? Because it's coming out on Valentine's Day like Deadpool did. They think that's going to help it if it's not. This movie is supposed to be a heist film. I don't why are you putting this out on Valentine's Day? We haven't even got... Yeah, that's weird. Because Channing Tatum, they think ladies want to go no, out. Not the Channing Tatum we've been seeing of recent with the hefty body. Why isn't he working out? Gambit? Is Gambit going to be fat? Gambit going to be a little that's chubby. That's the other thing. <laughs> gonna be He's either going to be a brolic Gambit or a chunky one or he's going to lose some weight. Yeah. For one, my idea of Gambit is somebody who's skinny. That's what I feel like from cartoons, comic books, Taylor Kish. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Kish, who was recently on Outland. Why? I, I was going to look it up, but then I didn't feel like watching watching Taylor Kish yeah, on Outland. Yeah. That was probably one of Ellen's worst interviews. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm assuming they're going to try to make this movie rated R. And see, that's unnecessary. <laughs> Some of them don't. You don't have to force them to be rated R. Is New Mutants going to be rated R? It got the look of it, but some of these you don't need to make radar. Deadpool, you had no choice. Yeah, you would have been doing that uh, property a disservice if you tried to drain that down to a PG-13. But anything else doesn't... Like, Gamma can just be like a fun action-adventure movie. Look like uh, Three Musketeers or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you see it being as successful or somewhat... Heavens no. (laughs) All right, that's good enough. All right, next up, <laughs> I got uh first. I know we kind of quickly mentioned this, but what are your thoughts on the new mutant trailer? It was uh, intriguing. It was interesting to see. I guess I liked that it wasn't uh, like a regular old X Men superhero movie, but also at the same time, it don't look it like anything like. Yeah, if I d- they didn't. If I wouldn't have known what New Mutants were, if they would have changed, made it like a surprise trailer and didn't have the title, I would just think this is a s- scary movie that's coming out. Yeah, if you that did- makes no sense. If you didn't know anything about it, and you weren't really listening to the trailer when they said the word mutants, yeah, <laughs> you could have just went away with that. Like, this is a well, this is this another horror movie that's this coming out next creepy year. Creepy movies. Yeah, like you said, I do like that they're taking a risk to make it look different. That's, you know, it could either fail or it could work out. So I like that. But I'm getting more of, uh, I I thought Legion went very far left of (laughs) X-Men World. And that was like a great show, but it was so weird. It takes like some adjusting because you're not used to seeing it differ so much. So that's kind of what this movie was. But I feel like just off the first teaser trailer... It kind of had that Fantastic Four vibe that the first Mm. one had, just with the dark element to it. That could backfire. So, I'm just, I gotta, I'm I'm, I'm interested. All right, and then next question. Will Deadpool 2 be better than 1, or will Dark Phoenix be worse than Apocalypse? 
Which one is more likely to be the case? Two better than one? Or Dark Phoenix being worse than Apocalypse? It'll be very hard to be worse than Apocalypse. <laughs> but, from the way it sounds like they're forcing this plot and everything, sounds very feasible. <laughs> now, being better than the first Deadpool, that'd be hard because of the impact and the unexpectedness of the first Deadpool movie. We already know what we're expecting from Ryan Reynolds, so it has to be just a regular, real good movie. So I'm gonna go with Dark Phoenix is being worse than fir- or Apocalypse is more likely. Yeah, I gotta agree. Once again, I gotta put the disclaimer on it. I don't wish negativity on uh, Jennifer Lawrence movies, <laughs> especially when you round out the cast with James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. But Apocalypse left such a bad taste in my mouth from the <laughs> disappointment. And like you said, Deadpool was so great. And it wasn't. It was like a mix of being unexpectedly great. And you expected that because, like I've mentioned numerous times, Deadpool, just the character is one of my favorites. Just because, like, it's like he's at times a mashup of different characters. And he's funny. And his action scenes are like. He looks like he'll be good with action. And when I play with him on video games, <laughs> minus the Deadpool game that came out of recent, I thought he was the one of the best characters to use. Ryan Reynolds killed it. That was the role he was meant to play, not Green Lantern. Yeah. So everything streamlined. So the first viewing, like the first time we're introduced to it through movie, it was amazing. You loved it. It was great. So like you said, the second one, they added uh, even better cast. I assume it's just going to be as good, but I don't see it being that, like, noticeably better. I can see maybe, like, me watching it the first time and being like, yo, that was better. Then coming back and watching again, like, nah, the first one still has more of a lasting appeal on me, but I still see it being great either way. So all that being said, I'm going to have to agree. I think Dark Phoenix has a better chance of being worse than Apocalypse than Deadpool 2 two as of being better than one all right moving on now we're going to move on to james bond they talked to i think it was luke evans recently and he basically said he wouldn't uh play james bond because it'd be too difficult following the footsteps of uh daniel craig and all that shenanigans so my question to you is who has a better chance of being the next bond that's the first question. And then the next question will be, who would you choose to be the next Bond? And you got to choose from this list. Luke Evans. Okay. Tom Hardy. Jack Huston. Houston, how do you pronounce his name? The gentleman who I believe was uh, in Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Hunter, and Ben-Hur. I think that's him. Or Aiden Turner. I don't even know who that gentleman is. <laughs> I'm just going off this list because they say these are the more likely... These are the hot names when it comes to the next James Bond. So first, who has a better chance of being the next Bond? Luke Evans, Tom okay. Hardy, Jack Huston, or Aiden Turner. Let me look up these two last individuals because I, I don't know that other dude. So I don't know that last one. Aiden Turner. I mean, I feel like Tom. Uh, every time I say Tom Hardy, I think about the Venom movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the movie that doesn't need to be made. All right, Aiden Turner, this is him. Just a dark-haired fella. He was in a bunch of The Hobbit and 
bunch of other stuff. So you know he's foreign. Hmm. He's Irish actor. Um, no, they wouldn't go Tom Hardy because Tom Hardy looks so rugged <laughs> and not smooth. But that should be the transition they should go for. Something. Because they, they had the smooth James Bonds. Then they had Daniel Craig, who had that little rough boring. around the edges appeal. <laughs> boring James, Bo- <laughs> boring face James Bond. <laughs> and then you have Tom Hardy, who would be a step up to that more edgier James Bond. We Burst it out of a suit. Yeah, we ain't trying to see that clean cut stuff no more. Yeah, they could do that. I think Luke Evans is going to do it. He looks like he should play a James Bond villain. <laughs> I don't want to see he, the only villain role he did good was oh yeah he was Gustav <laughs> who uh, Jason Statham should just be James Bond make it real actiony that would that would definitely bring his career renaissance over the top but did you see that um Jusaba said he uh, auditioned to play Gustav in Beauty and the Beast oh yeah <laughs> bruh I'm just having a mental picture of Josh Gad <laughs> having the hots for Idris on screen. That would seem too realistic because that seems possible in real life for huh. him to uh, <laughs> have a crush on Idris. Thought you say it's more believable that he would be attracted to Idris. Uh, uh, that's, that's your a, brain because of some feelings you have going on over there. <laughs> but okay, nah. All right, so out of those four, who did you say you want or who you could see most likely being the next Bond? Most likely part is very difficult. And here's a picture of Jack Hessen just to get a reminder. Nah. (laughs) Wasn't he with uh, Lady Gaga? (laughs) Was he? Unless I'm tripping. Nah, the dude, nah, Lady Gaga was with, uh, I think, somebody else. Yuck. But this fellow was in Ben-Hur, Pride and Prejudice and Zombie, nah. The Longest Ride. Somehow he was in American Hustle. Don't remember it. <laughs> uh, kill the kill Your Darlings, Twilight, Eclipse. Was he not in Abraham Lincoln, The Vampire Hunter? Who was that? Who was in that movie? I'm going to go with the last fella. Aiden? Yeah. All right. So you pick him to be the most likely choice. Who would you choose to be the next James Bond? Out of them? Yeah. Tom Hardy. Why? I feel who like is Benjamin was... Walker? I have no clue. <laughs> he was the one who was in Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> who is this gentleman? Yeah, Tom Hardy would be just like we were saying, that rugged James Bond. I feel like he would sometimes not even have like this suit jacket on. <laughs> He'd be the first James Bond to be fighting in beaters. Yeah. <laughs> that would look so crazy. Okay, this Benjamin Walker character is married to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean girl, Kaya Scaldelario. She is 25 years old, and she is 35 years old. Mm. Okay. Have you seen the new trailer for... Uh, Maze Runner? Uh-uh. I don't know why. No, they put that out. I don't know why this is the case, but Dylan O'Brien looks so much older than that in these trailers that he did in the first two. <laughs> I don't like, know. Oh. That injury must have really. Yeah, I don't know. And this one looks more action-packed, but him from that one to the first one, he looks very like he aged a lot. 
All right, you got any more topics you want to throw out there? Not that I can think of. All right, so that means it's time for the punishment segment. Do you have somebody you want to nominate for punishment? I don't have, unless it's uh, the people from um, Flatliners <laughs> made it three weeks later. But. All right, they can be an option. So you got the Flatliners cast, your choice of who. <laughs> Next up, since you said you were siding with Dwayne Johnson earlier, once again, Tyrese <sighs> is another nominee. Black tie. And then... Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> For all his sexual misconduct and raping. <laughs> so who you going with? Somebody from Flatliners, Black Tie, or Harvey Rapestein? I ain't ready to give Black Tie one yet. All right. I'm pushing his off. <laughs> now, the, the people in this film, I'm trying to decide if their performance was worse than what Harvey Weinstein did. <laughs> Really up in the air. Hmm. Harvey? Who was the worst? All right, out of Nina Dobrev, Kiersey, and Ellen Page, who struggled the most in that film? I'm not giving it to, to Kiersey Clemens. Also, she did dope. That's the sheer fact. Nina Dobrev is the easy target, but she also backs it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nina Dobrev. In her in her defense, she did one of my favorite movies of all time, Perks of Being a Wallflower. But every time I think of that movie, she is not who I think about in that <laughs> you movie. Think of Ezra, Ezra, you. Logan, <laughs> Logan, and Emma Watson. Come on, someone give Logan Lerman a superhero movie. <laughs> and so I would have to, but Ellen Page chose that movie. She chose. Yeah, to die. everybody else, everybody else auditioned. Ellen Page got yeah, I feel the like she script was handed on the, the table and she said yes. And she knew what her character, the demise of her character. Maybe she just wanted to do a quick movie, get in, get out. But it's not like her schedule was jam-packed. So, out of most disappointment, I expect Nina to be garbage. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I don't know why, I just don't like her for some reason. So I'm, I would give it, I would say Ellen Page was the most disappointing right, in that so movie. Ellen Page, Harry Weinstein. See, I don't know exactly who Harvey Weinstein did. I mean, I'm just a little touchy Philly. He allegedly raped. Allegedly raped. He uh, called names. He did. Uh, he uh, flirted and tried to get with Kate Beckinsale. Okay. Then when she uh, turned her her or him away, he threw out the C bomb at her. Mm-hmm. A bunch. What of- was he supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of other ladies came out the woodworks and say he treated them with not the fondest of regard. I mean, why are they waiting until now? Dang. <laughs> <Hey>. So. <laughs> anything, Benny Affleck. Um, his little funny business that he pulled. Like, to a disappointing Harvey Weinstein. Cut to a video releasing him uh, squeezing on <laughs> some ladies. Yeah, Benny. Shouldn't even spoke. Yeah, Ben. Ben, worry about Batman. Yeah, worry about your family. Yeah, worry about your wife. Batman. Try to get your wife back. Because <laughs> after you married her, that's when you were making good movies. You lost yeah. her, and things started to Falling not be apart. so good. I'm gonna go Harvey Weinstein with the slight edge <laughs> over Alan Page. The slight, the slightest of edge. <laughs> All right, Harvey Weinstein. Or as I like to call him, Harvey Rapestein. Yeah, Mr. Nasty. You are on punishment, sir, and this is tough. 
Because I like a lot of the movies you produce. Dang, the Weinstein Company is no more. Dang. It's called whatever it is now. The Weinstein and Hove Company. Once he gets if they call it title movies or something crazy. Nah, I'm good. I don't even want it. ain't even going to have the same appeal to it. I'm going to assume it's going to be a bunch of black movies and tales made into a movies. A bunch of uh, uh, state property movies. Oh, Going to have beans and uh, Philadelphia Freeway in it. Nah, we're going to get paid in full, too. Yuck. Okay, take this off. Don't move. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Leah uh, Glee. <laughs> Don't put her up there with Black Mayor. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was his show. Don't be trying to add her to the little the little promotion now. Gosh. But all right, yeah, back to Harvey. You on punishment, sir, for you being disgusting looking and then And being nasty. Yeah, looking looking like somebody who would do this and then actually backing up your look. <laughs> you got away with it for years, sir. And Finally, the news came out the woodwork. All these gross, nasty old men with their fondling. Yeah. Bill Cosby, Harvey Rapesing. Y'all got to chill. So you go sit in the corner. I don't know what you got to do in that corner. Just don't oh, do yeah. what you've been don't doing, my dude. Hug yourself. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein walking in a room full of ladies. He'd be like. <laughs> yeah, hey, petrified. They should, make, they should make that into a movie. And walking slow, <laughs> with slow the creep. with the Jason music playing in the background. Right. Yeah, he he grabbing uh he's pulling some Donald Trumps on some ladies. <laughs> Donald Trump probably don't think there's anything wrong with it. Nope. He like I like Harvey. He's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so moving on to the punishment segment. We have to resolve uh, My Little Pony. And if I'm not mistaken, this movie was rated a lot better than any of us predicted. I truly can't remember. I think if it's still up there, let me see. On Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yep, it's still there. So according to or so it's sitting at a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Dang. Milkshakes guessed forty eight percent. And we oh. riffed her for it. <laughs> Luckily, her number don't matter for <laughs> me getting a Blu-ray movie. Next up, I gave it a dogging 15%. And you came in with the W at 33%. Thank you. Moving the total up for me, 23, you, 16. I'm so far behind. <laughs> now, this time, I'll give you the choice again. You could try to better yards, and we could do two movies, or you can make it worse for yourself and do two movies. I want two movies. All right, so the first movie we're going to do, everybody is looking forward to it, a movie I feel like I just sat in the theater to watch the first one just a couple days ago. It felt that short of a time period. This movie is Boo, a Medea, Boo, <laughs> two, a Medea Halloween or whatever it is. Man. Tyler Perry's Boo, two, a Medea Halloween. Okay, what are you giving Boo to? <sighs> Just to give you some clarity, the first one is sitting at twenty-one percent. You can't be better than the first one, so I'm giving this a. 17%. All right. I thought you were about to say this number I had. I was going to die, but I'm giving it 13%. Okay. 
Because like you said, there is no way <laughs> this movie could be better. We saw it once, and now this one is going down. It seems like a more sci-fi, fake territory. Yeah. And Why would he make this movie? Because he made too much money on the opening weekend on that first one. Uh, if that happens again, we don't have we have Jigsaw coming out in the week after. We don't have to yeah. kill ourselves to go see any sort of Halloween movie. <laughs> so I don't uh, I don't see this one being better. I don't think people are going to think it's any better. And this one ain't got Bella Thorne in it. You lose a name. Bella Thorne. I mean, I'm, not, <laughs> 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 I'm going off a of sheer just name alone. <laughs> We're losing a name, and I think they brought back a majority of that unfunny cast. The Gorgeous or whatever his name is. I don't know if he's going to be in there. I hope not, because I don't want Tyler Perry outing himself again. <laughs> Yeah, in plain daylight like that, like nah, take crazy. take that to y'all's uh your dressing room, yeah, right? Yeah. Your trailer, your trailers, Jesus. All right, so you guessed seventeen percent. I guessed thirteen. We'll resolve that one next week. And the last movie for this week is Geostorm. Oh man, mm. such a boring <laughs> a movie that looks like its graphics is trash. <laughs> Like Gerard Butler keeps being in these trashy for CGI looking movies because the CGI for the the Olympus is down and Lunt that's not even what the movie's called. <laughs> Olympus <laughs> has fallen. I've merged both those White House movies. <laughs> Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. The CGI in those movies was totes. So Geostorm. What are you giving Geostorm? Unfortunately, we can't do the snowman because the snowman is sitting at a <laughs> dreadful yes, 24%, which hurts my soul because that movie actually looks good. But Geostorm, what you giving Geostorm? I don't know why I got this number in my head and it may be too high. Forget it. 33. 33? All right. It was whack, though. <laughs> You give it 33%? I thought my number, I mean, my number's going to make yours look like a little baby. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. 54%. Okay. And this, uh, the graphics look bad, but I can see this movie being one of those just entertaining movies that some people just like it for its dumb entertainment. Some people can't get over the fact that it's dumb. And that entertainment aspect doesn't overshadow that. So, for Geostorm, I got 54%. You got 33%. And we'll resolve that on the next episode. By the way, uh, that Amityville movie we was talking about on whatever. Uh, I wasn't even on the podcast. That come out at the end of this month. Yeah, and then three three days later, Bella Thor got another movie coming out. She's killing so it. So that's this year. three movies in one month. She, she is balling this year. <laughs> Not that any of them are guaranteed hits, but it says it comes out October twenty eighth, a yep. day after Jigsaw. I thought is the twenty seventh not a Friday? Is it? Jeez. All right, Yankees. I see y'all are trying to avoid being down three zero. Yep, I guess that's unless they saying that's two or thir- or Thursday. I could easily look at a calendar. <laughs> is I don't is this movie? Yep, twenty seven is a Friday. So is this movie coming out? Is this like a special showing? Is this like? I guess, a, like, I guess that must be when they're releasing it to uh, digital or whatever. They. <laughs> all right, I'll watch it, but just to see why it was nominated for the Teen Choice Awards. I got some reviews already. 
Trash. Feels half-baked and woefully underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. <laughs> Man, Bella Thorne is killing it this year. Shout out to my girl, Bella Thorne. Her other movie is uh, Keep Watching, which is another suspense horror movie. Okay. She's the cover got balloons on it, so okay, it should be good. They're trying to get the it crowd. <laughs> All right. So what movie, I think that's next, what movie you plan on seeing before the next episode. Hopefully going back and seeing Happy Death Day. There's a few other little catch-up movies I was going to watch. Oh, Hines. Just so I can, uh, just so I can uh, do that before what I usually do in December. Okay. And then as far as new movies that come out this week, I think I'm good. <laughs> I don't particularly. Uh, of course, I'm not seeing Boo 2. The Snowman, of course I would want to see it, but that low rating is just unacceptable. <laughs> Ooh, all right, me. Next up, I'm going to try to see American Made. It has good reviews, but it's such a forgettable movie to me that if I don't see it now, oh, yeah. I may never see it. Thomas Cruise. So that's what I'm trying to see next out of what's coming out this week. Even I was reading those the reviews for the Snowman, and it seems like, and I always say these for these low-rated movies. If you nitpick it a lot, i.e., um, the accountant and the girl on the train, you can see it's many flaws. But if you just go in to see a move, a thriller, like Who Done It type of movie like that, you'll probably find some entertainment value out of it, and hopefully. That's what this movie is. So I would like to see The Snowman. I'm going to try my hardest not to see Boo 2. Because <laughs> I saw the first one. I got to see the second one. But I don't got to see it the first weekend again. S- but if I don't see it this weekend, ain't no telling I'm going to see it. Uh, ain't no telling I'm going to see it actually around Halloween. Because that just seems, that seems stupid. <laughs> And I gotta do my Saw Marathon before this Jigsaw comes out. That movie really doesn't look great. What, Jigsaw? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very uh, like it should have been made. I've been saying it should have been made. Hopefully it surprises me, but who knows. So, yeah. All right, we got any Blu-rays for this week? Yep, we got a catch-up since we didn't have a no Hines. episode. Last week, we got The House in a movie in which Chance the Rapper loved. He the tweeted about it. House. Oh, the movie with uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. I was thinking of the movie that came out, M. Night Shyamalan's whatever movie he had years <laughs> ago. That would be a might rent very loosely. I was very disappointed in that movie. Forgot Amy Poehler was in it. Wasn't as funny as I thought it should have been. So if I never see that movie again, I'm good. If somebody wants to watch The House, I won't kill them for it. I'll try to offer other better movies, though, first. So might rent. Next, we have Baby Driver. That's a must-own. The Revival or the Resurgence. or Ansel. King Ansel. the, The birth of King Ansel. The death of Ansel Elgort. Gotta get that yeah. movie because of him. John Hamm killed it. Jamie Foxx killed it. Edgar Wright's a great director. It's a must own. Wish Upon. That's, uh, would never want to see that movie again. Horror movies can suck or they can be good. That one sucked. So I'm straight. 
And we have Spider-Man Homecoming That's for a must this own. week. One of my favorite Spider-Man movies, if not my favorite. I mean, I'm only biased to the Amazing Spider-Man series because Emma Stone is in it. <laughs> um, and it's a Marvel movie. Once again, they killed it. Sony gets no credit. So that's a must-own. I got to own all the superhero movies, even if I don't like them. I.E. Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> Fan Stick, and you name them. Then lastly, we got Girls Trip. Shockingly, I'll put that as I don't ever expect to own this movie. And, but the level is that must own. But I'll put it as a very high ex- ex- accept as a gift. Because if somebody got it for me, I'll be cool. Because it was very funny. One of the funniest movies to come out this year. I was surprised by it. Tiffany Haddish killed it. I didn't know Jada Pinkett Smith was going to be playing a side role in it. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. I feel like in a sequel, we might get like a Will Smith cameo of some sorts. If they still clicking, I don't know what their relationship like. <laughs> Will Smith is still going on stage with a sideways cap. I mean, he's just, he's just <laughs> living his life. So I'll go with a very high as accept as a gift. Yep, that's all for this week. All right. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. It's your boy, Leo Warchabod, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. him, a.k.a. Nady Wise, a.k.a. LeBron James, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. I haven't said this one in a while, Silk Pajamas, uh, Young Caesar Christ. Keep it away. Uh, who else I is? Roly Man. Uh, Leo B. Gyllenhaal Podcast on oof, SoundCloud and iTunes. Everything at the great musical. Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. K. Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K., A.K.A. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, A.K.A. Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guides, Booking Agent K. I'm trying to get a little guest extravaganza episode if I can pull it off. Young Black Phillip, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K. I'm getting out of breath. Chat with Flossman, <laughs> Cool Breeze, and Sweet Lady, would you, you be my, be my, be my, be my sweet lady? Would you be my, my sweet love for a lifetime? And I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. I think I'm turning into uh, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Possible? (laughs) Question mark? Um, Nah, he ain't dead because they wouldn't be doing a Toy Story without him. Uh, Uh, He uh, had the last man standing that got canceled and everybody wanted to bring back, and I believe, Country Music Channel. Can't remember. I thought CMT was bringing it back. 
All right. I, before we get out of here, higher or above or below 50% chance that he actually uh, might have Harvey Weinstein, Jennifer Lawrence on the set of. Was that the show he was. Where, wait, which show was she on? She was on the Bill Ingvar show. Okay. Move Tim Allen out of the way. That's his name, right? <laughs> Tim Allen? Yeah. Okay. Tim the Man trailer. Okay, there you go. Tim Allen, move him out of the way. Bill Ingvar. Over or under 50, he, Harvey Weinstein, Jennifer Lawrence. Not the full Harvey. He, he didn't have to go full Harvey. But he was making some old man suggestive uh, remarks to you a young what? Jennifer Lawrence at the time. I'm going to go under. I don't think Bill Ingvar. No, you ain't rocking with Bill like that. that. All right, Bill. You seem you like a stand-up pass. guy. No. Has he ever dated his sister before? He deals with country, so that's possible. Yeah. You know you're a redneck. Sounds with Jeff Foxworthy. He he definitely <laughs> he definitely voted for Trump. And yeah. with that said, you know I think no wait before. Ooh, I was, I'm like <laughs> wrap it up now. <laughs> Christmas gift. <laughs> that was trash. Don't don't say it. <laughs> Dumpster. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Um Taylor Kish sucks. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller sucks. Jai Courtney sucks. Who? Nat Wolf sucks. Romany Malco sucks. Uh, Alex Rose sucks. Where you at though? I think I seen him recently. I'm not too sure. Who's the one that I used to think was? I haven't said his name in a long time. What's his name? Theo. No, I always say his name. Theo <laughs> James sucks. Uh, is that all the clowns? Do we got a girl this week? Ellen Nina Page. Dobrev. Okay, and- Nina Dobrev. You get it second week in a row. Yeah, Ellen Page. Week. You don't suck, but you you were disappointing. Nina man. Dobrev sucks. Shout out to King Gansel. Yeah, movies on Blu-ray and digital download. Somebody buy it for me. Yeah, I want it on a. Uh, 4K. And uh, I think that's it. Now we're done. All right, before Finished. we add we had any more garbage like that. Trash. You now we got to end this off with the, yeah, Usher. No. <laughs> Can't even get the mic fixed. <laughs> uh,